The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It sure is, and welcome to another edition of uh, Good to Have You Along here for the uh, the broadcast. Anytime you want to call through, ask your questions, get on it. Phone lines are open, 416-870-6400, Email address, help at employmentlawyer.ca. By the way, next time you're at the website, employmentlawyer.ca, you'll be able to find a uh, resource to catch our TV show on both Global TV and CTV. We put on a couple suits, a couple ties, look real good, talk about employment law, and to wrap it all up in about 30 minutes, if you've never seen it, check it out again, employmentlawyer.ca. Going to get to our first phone call here in just a second, but uh, Lior, pal, what do you got going on for the week that was? How are you? Hey, John, I am doing very well. Always excited to be here for the flagship show of the Employment Law Show. Always here to answer questions, expecting a lot this evening, like always. So uh, really a good opportunity for you uh, to ask your questions. If you have issues about your workplace problems, uh, if you are facing a situation where your job is being changed, if your compensation is being changed, if you're looking at a severance letter, now is the time yeah. to call us with those questions. We can answer them. We can help you. We can give you guidance and support. That's exactly the name of the game. We've been doing this for, for many years on this station. And the reason why we keep having all these calls every week is because these issues come up. You may not expect it, but when they do come up, because you listen to us, you'll know what to do. So don't be bashful. We're here. Pick up the phone. Let's talk. Or option number two, of course, you can always reach out to me off air. We'll give you that contact information throughout the show. Not a problem at all. I have a lot of stuff I want to talk about, but before I do that, John, I say we go to our first caller. You bet we uh, we sure will. Ray, thanks for standing by for a moment there. How are you tonight? Oh, great. How are you guys doing? Excellent. Even better now. What's going on, pal? Uh, Leo, I talked to you a little while ago, uh, maybe a month ago, about uh, my company giving me the runaround for a year over a severance package. Yeah. And okay. Go ahead. To let you know, um, so I'm 55. I've been at a major food company for 27 years, and I was off for two years with a bad back and uh, heart problems. Now my disability ended, and they've told me there's no positions uh, with my restrictions, so I would be getting a package. Now they've offered me 38 weeks' pay after 27 years. Now, uh, it's is it a situation where you were able to go back to work? I I could go back, but there was just with my restrictions with my back and my heart, you know, there was a lot of jobs I probably couldn't do. So, are you are you in your view? I know they're saying that they, there's no job with your restrictions, but in your view, could they have accommodated you if they if they wanted to? Could they have found something well, for you to do that's that's reasonable? They sent me for a capacity test. And I guess the the results from that were he didn't he didn't think I'd be able to do uh, to do too much. It's a pretty physical job. Okay, but uh, you know. So, so, and the reason why I'm asking Ray is because if they could accommodate you, even if it's in a different job, not necessarily in the old job, but in a different job, they have an obligation to do that. And if they don't, or they say, "Well, we don't want to," that aside from your severance that could be a human rights violation so there's there's that aspect to it as well beyond just the severance now on the severance front after 27 years you know in, in your 50s you'd be looking at about 24 months pay especially if you have a medical condition 
that is going to make it harder for you to find new new income. So in well, your situation, if you're at 38 weeks, that's, I don't know, eight and a half, nine months, somewhere in that range, uh, nine months, uh, that's less than half what you're owed. So uh, yeah. th there's a term for this, which I can't use live on radio, but it's not good. <laughs> I probably used it too. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, so so they, they told me that they went through all the open positions that are available right now and they couldn't match me up with any of them. So they apparently did make an effort, but whether they really did or not, I don't know. Well, the good news, Ray, is that uh, we can certainly resolve this. We can certainly get you what you're owed. So what I want you to do is I want you to reach out to me off air. Now that we've had this chat, let's connect. Let's discuss, number one, the, the, uh, the, the accommodation aspect, but more importantly, even the severance aspect, uh, because you know the difference between 38 weeks and 24 months, which is 104 weeks, well, that, that's a very significant difference. So let's connect, and I'll help you get everything you're owed. I actually, I sent an email to your, I think it's your assistant, Carrie. Yeah, okay, yeah, good. Yeah, I had her uh, her information from the last conversation we had, so it might be there for you tomorrow when you go Perfect. In. All right, I look forward yeah, to connecting. We'll, 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 we'll do that, then we'll help you out. Nicely done, Ray. Appreciate the call. And uh, you know the number, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred to get a hold of Lior. Right here, right now, though, you want to call through and get some answers just like Ray. Do it, 416-870-6400 is the way. Going to move on down the line to uh, to Mary. Hi, Mary. Good evening. Hi. I just have a quick question. I'm just uh, coming back from a maternity leave, and I'm trying to uh, negotiate with my employer Um my return and so she's cut down my hours which is one issue but the other issue i'm having is that uh, she's now I, I was a salaried before and i was the only truly salaried uh, employee there everyone else was basically on a contract or um you know i would just say that they were on a contract so now she's ever having everybody do timesheets and she said the condition of me returning is that i have to do a uh, timesheet so my question is this can she do that from my maternity leave so the answer is not only can't she do that when you're coming back from maternity leave, she couldn't do that even if you weren't coming back from maternity leave. And, and here's what I mean. First of all, let's talk about the maternity leave. Uh, the, the law is quite clear here. In fact, couldn't be clearer that your employer has to take you back to the same job on the same terms that you had before your maternity leave. There, there's very few exceptions to that. So number even one right there. What's that? Even with COVID? Even with COVID. COVID has not changed that at all. It's in the Employment Standards Act. It's also a human rights issue. So so it's a breach of the Employment Standards Act. It's a potentially a human rights violation. Right off the bat, we have that issue. The second issue is even if we had forgotten completely about your maternity leave, even if you were not and you were just working there, they don't have a right to change significantly terms of employment. That results in what we call a constructive dismissal. So so there's the constructive dismissal aspect. There's a the maternity leave aspect. So that's illegal. So my question ultimately to you is going to be this. What do you want to have happen here? Do you want them to back off or do you want to use this as an opportunity to leave with compensation? What, what, what would you want to have happen here? See, I would like to back off. I would actually like to leave with compensation. 
Okay. You're in a position to do that now. Because uh, if you wanted them to back off, I can you know, push them to back off and, and take you back on the way you were. But if you want to take this opportunity, which you absolutely can, to leave with compensation, absolutely can do that. There's a human rights issue. There's an Employment Standards Act issue. There's a constructive dismissal. You know, This employer couldn't have done it any more wrong than this. So I want you to reach out to me, uh, Mary, off air. Uh, we'll, we'll connect, and I'll help you uh, get this resolved, I promise. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Mary, for uh, spending some of your time with us here tonight. That number one, 855-821-5900, help at employmentlawyer.ca. You can simply go to employmentlawyer.ca as well, the uh, the firm website. 416-870-6400, that is the number to call through, get some answers. Patrick, you are up next. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? Not bad. Not Good. bad. What's up? Good. What's going on? Uh, I was uh, terminated from my company, as well as 15 other people, and I'd been there 28 years, and they are in, are going into receivership, but still operating. So I don't know where, I have not received a letter from the trustee yet. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm just wondering what happens with the severance pay in when it's going into like a receivership, but not closing the doors. So what happens in a situation, assuming that is is what's happening, they are in those proceedings, is that all their obligations, including the obligations to pay severance, are, are, are frozen. They're, they're put on ice for a while. And depending on what happens at the end of this process, if they come out of it, then they'll have to meet those obligations. If they don't come out of it, that means they go bankrupt, then unfortunately you're not going to get paid. So this is not a good situation to be in, unfortunately. And it's been happening... You know, quite a few times since COVID hit for for obvious reasons. So at this point, the only thing you can do, Patrick, assuming, of course, that they are in those proceedings, is to wait and and, and see what happens uh, as a result of these proceedings. They may ultimately reorganize, uh, manage their their debt, negotiate something with their creditors, and allow them to continue working. Uh, So that's a possibility. It's more likely a situation where they're going to continue operating for a while before they declare bankruptcy. Uh, and if that is the case, then the bad news is, Patrick, and I hate saying this, mm-hmm. is you won't get severance, even though otherwise you would have been you would have been owed as much as two years' pay. Yeah, no, I've uh, I've listened to the show and I realize that, um, but that's sort of what I thought. But uh, I just sort of wanted to hear what happens now. When we get a letter from the trustee and we can put a claim in, I would put in a claim for uh, twenty-four months. You, you you would, but okay. I want to be very honest here just so so that you don't have uh, expectations. The chances of you getting anywhere near that are, are, are slim, are very, very slim. I understand that. In First of all, I don't believe I'm going to get – I believe I'm going to get slim to none yeah. because I'm in agreement with you. Yeah. But I just uh, needed to hear it from a legal point of view. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Patrick, really appreciate the call. Please let us know uh, what goes down in uh, in that regard. The number to call through, by the way, 416-870-6400. That's the number everybody uses here to get on air. should mention pocketemploymentlawyer.ca as well. That website is absolutely free and anonymous. There's a ton of uh, employment law information on there. There's even a bit on disability law as well. 
You want to know what your severance is worth, the severance pay calculator's in there. You want to know if you're a contractor or if you're an employee, that's on there. Workplace harassment, it's full, absolutely full. So check that out, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. We'll give you a moment here to uh, grab a phone, come up with a question. If you've had one uh, lurking in the back of your mind, bring it on now. Now's the time to call, 416 870 6400 and we'll continue on with some other things as well including what you may not know about termination and severance that is coming up wednesday night edition employment law show global news radio you are listening to a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser the opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of global news radio 640 toronto Welcome back. Indeed, 721. Still plenty of time for you to pick up a phone, ask that question. Maybe the best question you've asked in a long time and may uh, save you a lot of grief and, and heartache for sure. 416-870-6400 is the way to do that. Moving on to the phone calls, always top priority. Trish, thank you for standing by. How are you? I'm good and yourself. Great. What's uh, what's on your mind? So I was laid off today um, from a company that I've been at for five years. Um, But during my five years, it's been some really different situations where I was touched inappropriately, um, racism in the workplace. My workplace, when I go to them about it, they say, well, that's how they are. And I'm wondering if a package of four months for five years is appropriate for something like that. Wow. Uh, well, you know, l- let me address the other comments you made about the, 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 the improper touching and racism in, in just a moment. Let's just talk a bit about the package. You've been there for five years, Trish. Uh, what kind of a job and how old are you? Uh, 41. Um, and I, it's a faci- the thing is I do facilities, uh, HR, some health and safety, administration. So I'm like, I do a lot of everything in the place. So my title, though, was administration got it okay so someone in your situation would never be entitled to less than six months it it could easily be as high as nine months so that that would be the range six to nine months so if you're at four no that's that's not appropriate that's not not good at all so right off the bat we have that issue we call that a wrongful dismissal a wrongful dismissal is a situation where you're let go and not offered the severance that you're owed but there's the other issues that you've mentioned uh and and those obviously if, if you're touched inappropriately you know that that's that's sexual harassment potentially even sexual assault uh if if someone is being racist that's uh, that's discrimination so there's human rights issues here above and beyond just the uh the severance obviously those are serious issues those are issues that we need to take seriously and, and discuss and probably more than we can do right now on air so what i want to do trish is i want you to reach out to me and call me uh, off after the show uh off air and we'll connect and not only we will discuss the the severance package and how do we improve that which is not difficult i also want to find out more about the other issues that you've mentioned so that we can properly deal with those as well okay perfect thank you so much i appreciate it thank you trish don't hesitate to uh to call out for real uh 1-855-821-5900 1-855-821-5900 help at employmentlawyer.ca here now it's 416 870 6400 a number two call through andrew thanks for standing by patiently how are you not by yourself good what's uh what's on your mind bro so my wife was laid off in july from her company uh, it's a non-profit organization um and they told her when they were laying off they framed it as a uh an emergency layoff due to the pandemic 
And she was the only one laid off. Uh, and they told her she was being laid off to spend more time with her kids. Now, since then, um, she's made several attempts to find out what's going on. They uh, they have basically stonewalled her and then came back and said, look, we're, we're going to permanently lay you off. So she's been she was there nine years, and she's 37 years old. What have they offered her, Andrew, in terms of severance? Uh, they haven't offered her anything yet. Um, she seems to think that they're going to offer her the bare minimum, which she thinks is going to be nine weeks. Um, I told her if that's what they offer you, then we'll just go back and tell them no and deal with it from there. Um, so the bare minimum is actually eight weeks, but honestly, that's completely irrelevant because her full entitlements are going to be closer to nine months, okay? Potentially even a bit more than that, nine, even 10 months of, of pay is what she'd be owed. Uh, so that's really what's relevant here. Now, here's the issue. Uh, if she's right and they offer her the minimum, the eight weeks, uh, obviously she can't accept that for, for obvious reasons, but you'll need or she'll need help to improve this. Uh, it's not something she'll likely be able to do on her own, but the good news is it's not difficult to do. Once I'm involved or my team, it, it's a simple process that's not going to take long. So uh, she's owed that compensation. Despite what happened between when they laid her off until now, it comes down to the severance. They are allowed to let her go as unfair as it is, which I agree it is unfair. They're allowed to let her go. It's a matter of severance. So uh, have her reach out to me as soon as uh, they tell her what they're going to pay her. Uh, unless it's, you know, in the order of nine, ten months, unless it's that, she needs to reach out to me, and I'll make sure that she gets everything that she's owed. Okay. Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate the uh, appreciate the call. And, uh, again, the number, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred to reach out to Lior and his crew. The email is... Uh, help at employmentlawyer.ca. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. Still got time. Still got open lines to call here right now. 416-870-6400. What you may not know about termination and severance. You know, we talk uh, about, well, you have already twice. Uh, tonight we talk about age, length of employment, position. But there are other factors that go into determining how much severance an employee should get. Yes? There are other factors. So the main factors that, that go into how much severance you're owed, is, as, as John just said, age, position, and length of employment. So the longer you work, the older you are and the more senior a position, the more severance has to be paid. But there's other factors. So really, anything that's relevant to how long it's going to take you to find another job, anything that's relevant to that issue is a relevant consideration. So I'm going to give you some examples. For example, if you're working in an industry with very few jobs, right. well, it's going to be harder to find a job potentially uh, so uh, you may get more severance. If you're working uh, or you're looking for work during a bad economy, like now, it's, it's going to be mean more severance. If you have a medical condition or a disability that impacts your ability to find another job, again, that's going to mean more severance. So there's a number of factors, including whether you were recruited from another job. So there's quite a few factors that go into assessing what you are owed. That's why it's never a week per year or two weeks per year. It's not that. It's it's more interesting than that. If you if you want to get an assessment of how much you're owed, uh, we've talked about this many times, and and I'll remind you again: pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. If you're staring there, you you or your your wife or your husband, etc., was just let go, and you want to know what you're owed or what they're owed, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. 
But there's many factors that could be relevant. So even after you use pocketemploymentlawyer.ca, you still have to call and get some advice just to make sure that there's nothing that's being missed. Well, as far, I mean, as far as the call is concerned, describe an average call you get from someone who's just been let go. I imagine it would start with, I can't believe they let me go. Right? Exactly. And, yeah. and usually when people are let go, you know, in eight out of ten uh, cases, they're, they're very upset for obvious reasons. They've been let go. They feel that they were wrong. They feel that the company didn't have a good reason or maybe they were the scapegoat for something else going on. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe the company was being dishonest about the reason. So that is something that people tell me often. And the reason why uh, it's not something that we discuss on the show, the reason for termination, is because from a legal standpoint, the reason really doesn't matter in the sense that an employer is allowed to let you go for a bad reason or no reason as long as severance is paid, proper, full severance is paid. So, yeah, usually calls start, calls start with telling me, you know, but why someone feels that they were not treated properly. And usually I, I, I have to tell people about what I just said, that the reason doesn't matter. Oftentimes yep. uh, questions that I get have to do with a situation where someone was let go and they're not sure if what they've provided uh, is, is appropriate. Usually people are very stressed out because there's a deadline. So, oh my gosh, Leo, I was let go. They have offered me six weeks, but it's only open for acceptance until uh, Thursday. And today is Wednesday, so I need your help. Don't worry about those deadlines. I say that often. Your legal rights don't expire. But those are probably the most common questions that I get. People call me being let go, uh, upset about the reasons, and being very stressed out because there's a deadline in their severance package. These are all things you may not know about termination and severance. Does the, uh, we often hear this one, though. Someone talks about the size of the company when being let go. Does that matter at all? So this is very important because if, you're, if you go on Google and you look up severance, you may find out that it says that uh, only companies with a large payroll have to pay severance. And you think, oh, wait a second, I only work for a small company, so I guess that means I don't get severance. Wrong, wrong, wrong. What you find on Google there about the, the, the size of the payroll is only relevant with respect to the company's minimum entitlements. So your minimum entitlements may be different if you work for a big company or a small company, but as I said to a previous caller, that doesn't matter. Your full entitlements is what really matters, not your minimum entitlements. Doesn't matter if your minimum entitlements are five weeks or 10 weeks, if your full entitlements are six months, no, it doesn't matter. So the size of the payroll ultimately does not matter at all. If you work for a company with one employee or 1,000 employees, your severance is going to be essentially the same because it's based on those factors that we've mentioned. So no, you get severance if you lost your job full stop, regardless of the size of the company or the company's payroll. 416-870-6400. That is the number. 416-870-6400. Sandy, thank you for letting us uh, just finish that last sentence. How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? Great. What's uh, what's on your mind? I talked to you um, about a year and a half ago. I've been on long-term disability for quite some time, maybe 18 to 20 years. But in total, I work for the company. I'm still umbrellaed under them. And... Um, I'm still getting deductions for pension and um, my RSPs and everything. And I'm turning 65 in January, so when I phoned to try to discuss my package with them, I was told I was not entitled to severance pay because I'm 65 and I have the option to return to work if I get signed off by my doctor tomorrow. Okay. 
Now, Sandy, my, my first question is, is it likely at all? I mean, you've been off for a while, but no, I won't is it likely that you're, you're not going to be able to go back to work? No. Is that, that correct? Okay. And were you working for a, a, a large company or a small a company? very, very major company. Okay. So this situation is what we call a frustration of contract, simply meaning that because you've been off for so long and because uh, you're not likely to go back to work, the company's obligations to you change. And what I mean is this. Normally, in a normal situation, if they let someone with your seniority go, they'd easily have to pay you two, two years' pay, two years' pay, 24 months. In your case, because of this uh, length of absence that you had, they only have to pay you your minimum entitlements, which for you is 34 weeks' pay. 34 weeks, so uh, it's roughly eight months' pay. So that's okay. what they have to pay you. They absolutely have to pay you. That it's not an option for them to say, no, it doesn't matter if you're 64, 65, or 75. Mm -hmm. They have to pay that. And you can trigger that at any time. You can trigger that today. You can trigger that once you're 65 uh, at, at, at any time that you want. So mm -hmm. 34 weeks' pay, it's not an option, and it's going to be extremely easy to get that to you. So when you're ready, Sandy, you give me a call, and we'll get you that payment. Okay, what's your number? I'll give it to you right now, Sandy, 1-855-821-5900, 1-855-821-5900. To reach out, please do so. It'll get taken care of uh, rather quickly. The email address is help at employmentlawyer.ca. Still got some time here. Bring it on, 416-870-6400. In the meantime, we're talking about this, what you may not know about termination and severance. Does an employer have to be honest as far as the reason for terminating an employee's employment? I mean, we've often joked about the fact you walk into work and they're going, oh, you're wearing a blue shirt. We only hire people that wear red shirts. Out you go. I mean, it's completely moronic, but do they have to be <laughs> honest about it? No. And, and well, you know, there's there's the, the, the business and moral answers, and then there's the legal answer. From a business standpoint, from a moral standpoint, ethical, yeah, they should be honest. Everyone should be honest, and an employer should not lie about reasons. But... From a legal standpoint, no, your employer doesn't actually have the obligation to be honest in terms of why they're letting you go. For example, they can say to you, oh, we're, uh, we're eliminating the position. That's why we're letting you go. And the employer can turn around the very next day and hire someone new for the position. That's going to upset you. And I've gotten hundreds of calls like that saying, or they told me they're eliminating, but they just hired someone. So uh, I, I, am, I am extremely upset. I want to go after them. Well, not so fast. What? That situation is doesn't make the employer look good, that they're not very nice people, maybe not even honest people. But legally, an employer can do that so long as they pay severance. So the, even in that situation, it comes down to what were you offered and is it good enough? If it is good enough, legally speaking, the employer has done nothing wrong. If it's not good enough, yeah, that's a wrongful dismissal because you're owed more. So I always advise employers, rather than lie, just tell the, don't tell the employee why. Say, we're decided to let you go, and that's it. Don't elaborate. Don't lie. But even if an employer does lie or does give a false reason, as long as severance is paid, they're, they're okay. Now, of course, an employer can't uh, try to lie to avoid letting someone go or saying that they're letting someone go because of their age or ethnicity. So if you're let go because of your age and the company says, well, no, it's something else, well, no, that's a human rights violation. That's discrimination. But as long as the reason is not discriminatory, your employer can let you go pretty much for any reason, but they have to pay full severance. Let's talk about some terms we often hear. I mean, we don't use them so much on this show, but just to clarify because people hear them, and that's uh, terms like severance, 
termination pay, pay in lieu of notice, all these different terms, they mean the same thing or different things? Well, you know, this is something that I struggle explaining. And, and so let, tell you how, let me tell you how I'm going to deal with this. They do actually mean different things, but they don't matter. At the end of the day, what matters is the amount of compensation that's owed to you if you lost your job. Now, that compensation may be, uh, may be comprised of pay in lieu of notice and severance, but it, it doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, what matters is the amount of months pay or weeks pay that you owed if you lost your job. What it's comprised of can just confuse you. So don't worry about that. When we talk about severance, we use the word generic word severance. That's what employment lawyers use. We're talking about the amount of compensation that's owed to you if you lost your job. That's all you have to care about. So don't uh, try to figure out what is termination pay and severance and pay in lieu of notice and, and all those things. None of that actually matters. You lost your job. You owed a certain amount of compensation. That's usually calculated in months. You can go to uh, uh, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca to find out what that is. That's the only thing you should be concerned about. 416-870-6400. Be concerned about that number, too. That is how you call in for the remainder of our time here, just like James. Hey, James, good evening. Still there? Oh, James is gone. James, you can call back anytime you like. 416-870-6400. You know, we always talk that people should get helped and negotiate the fair severance. Some people don't want to think they can go on it alone. But if they don't, do they risk losing what's already been offered? So, no, you generally don't risk losing what's you, what you've been offered. In fact, the only time you may be taking a risk, and even then probably not, but the only time would be if a company is offering you more severance than what they should be offering you, well, in which case, yeah, you may want to accept it because if they change their mind, they change their mind. But that almost never happens, almost never, in the sense that what the company is offering you is actually a lot less than what they owe you. So you don't really care about that offer because that offer is not what's owed to you. An example that I always use, John, you've heard me use it before, is if I owe you $100 and I say I'm only going to pay you $50, but you have to accept this by tomorrow, will you be concerned about losing that offer? No. Say, I don't care about that $50 offer. I don't care if I lose it because I'm going to get you to pay me $100. Yep. So that's what matters. So don't worry about losing that offer. You're not going to lose anything. In fact, what you're going to get is your proper severance. But chances of being able to do that without legal help are very, very, very small. That's why we're here. That's why we're talking about these things. If you lost your job, give me a call. You know, people often focus on other things when it comes to their severance, which I want to cover here in just a moment. But first, uh, Rose standing by. Hi, Rose. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? Great. What's, uh, what's on your mind? Okay, so I have a question relating to employment contracts and exclusions, let's say like paid days, right? And um, there, the employee would be excluded from taking these paid days, right? So let's say extra days, uh, maybe family days, whatever. And my question is, is if the employee has been taking these days for years, and the employer has caught on that they, they have been taking these days. And if the employer wishes to remove, uh, wishes to have the employee stop taking these days, are there ramifications to the employer? Can we do that? Simply because they've been taking it all along now and they're accustomed to taking these extra days. Are they allowed? So, Rose, are you part of a union? No, I'm not. Okay. Okay. 
So it comes down to how big a change this is, and or put it differently, how much money you may be losing if you can't take these days so if it's a significant change which results in anything you know 10 percent or more of your compensation being impacted no they can't do that if it's a minor change yeah it's not going to make you happy who would be happy but it's a relatively minor change yeah the employer is able to quote unquote get away with it without any consequence so ultimately it comes down rose to to how big a change if it is a big change that may be something that uh, you can treat as a constructive dismissal Okay. Okay. Perfect. Thank you very much. I really enjoy listening to your show. Thank you for uh, all your knowledge. Uh, thank you, Rose. Appreciate you uh, tuning in uh, each week. You make it that much better to do. Ryan, you're uh, you're up next. Hi. Um, so my uh, employer is uh, extremely abusive to the employees, and many people quit. And uh, he also gets sued by customers. Uh, people that sorry, are leaving. Ryan? Oh, no, Ryan just took off. Okay, well, uh, Ryan, call us back if you got time. We only got a few minutes here, but we'll get to uh, to Jack. Hi, Jack. Sorry about that. How are you? I'm good. Good evening. Um, you just mentioned a few minutes ago about age or age discrimination. Yep. What happens now with a lot of the working force turning 65? <clears throat> we used to retire at 65, but now what happens? Well, an employer cannot let someone go because of their age, whether that age is 65 or 75 or 85. Uh, there can never be any consideration of age when it comes to letting someone go. So there's no such thing as mandatory retirement. Any employee can work as long as they want to, as long as they're able to do the job, and the employer cannot even consider that as a one factor in terminating the employee. Okay, interesting. Thank you. Thank you, Jack. Appreciate that. And uh, Ryan, we're back. Hi, how are you? <laughs> sorry, Hi, sorry. Uh, the, no worries, go ahead. So my employer is uh, extremely abusive to employees, and a lot of people quit on bad terms, and customers also sue him a lot. And uh, he, so when they when employees leave, uh, they sue, and he just drags it out forever, you know, uh, until... Uh, either they give up. I just just wonder what you would do in that situation. So first of all, you know, every case is different. If you have a good case, it's very difficult for anyone to drag it out. If a, if a lawyer knows what he or she is doing, uh, they know how to use the system to move it fast at, at lightning speed, frankly. But you know, you you need to have a, a strong case. If you don't have a strong case, you don't have a lot of leverage. So, you know, if you're being abused, for example, and you can show that you're being abused or mistreated, it's not just your word against his, there's, there's witnesses or there's, there's emails, something that you can corroborate with, that's not a difficult case. And that's not something that uh, can be drawn out. If it's drawn out, it's because someone, a lawyer, didn't know what he or she was doing. So I would not be afraid of the legal process as long as you can back up the allegations. Oh, yeah, definitely. Ryan, give us a call uh, off air. Give Leora a call for sure to follow up. One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred would be the way. Finally, get to uh, to John here. Hey, John, thanks for hanging on. How are you? Hi, good, 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 good evening, sir. Uh, I just wanted to uh, get some information from the lawyer. Sure, go ahead. Um, around three years ago, I worked for a company, and uh, <clears throat> I was sent out uh, to. To deliver to his, his one of his customers, and uh, I was assaulted on the job. And uh, 
injured myself, uh, you know, hurt myself real bad, like I was struck from behind. And uh, I called the police, and uh, I called the, the ambulance came, and uh, they, they decided not to, to let me uh, continue my job. In other words, they took me to the, to the, uh, to the hospital and checked me out and said, uh, release me. And I uh, went to see my doctor. I got a doctor's note. Uh, I brought it. You know, the doctor's note stated that I was on. I was supposed to be on a uh, light duty. And uh, the uh, the the employer, he uh, I gave him the note, and uh, he basically told me, basically gave me a heavy manual labor job, and told me he did not care how much how much pain I was in. And uh, whatever whatever job he gave me, it took me three days to do it while I was in pain. So, John, a- let, let, let me cut you off there and give you some thoughts, just because we're about to get off air. So an employer has to accommodate you. Legally, they have to, as long as you have your doctor's backup, which it sounds that you do. If they don't, that's a human rights violation. That's illegal. In fact, the failure to accommodate could also be considered the termination of employment. So you and I need to connect off air. There could be human rights damages uh, owed to you. There could be severance owed to you. So I really want to talk to you off air. Please connect, con- uh, contact me as soon as you can. All right, guys, we're done for the night. Appreciate everybody who decided to call in and uh, enrich the program. We love when you do that. Uh, I want to move on now. One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred is the way to do that. One eight five five eight two one. 5900 help at employmentlawyer.ca the website employmentlawyer.ca is the route you want to go to find our tv show and always for more information on your own pocket employmentlawyer.ca we're going to be back in the weekend doing the show in the meantime stick around on point with alex pearson coming right back on global news radio the preceding was a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.